0: And Brad, the two most famous physical therapists on the internet. Hi folks, Brad Heineck, physical therapist, and... Hey, I'm Chris, the pharmacist. Today, Bob is not here with us, but I'm sure you'll be very happy with the topic at hand and the information that Chris is going to help us with today. Uh, he's got knowledge on this that is excellent and I cannot communicate it or I don't have the the brain power to figure it all out. So anyways, apple cider vinegar, big topic uh, for weight loss, cholesterol, and blood sugar management. Yep. Is it going to help with that? And that's what we're going to find out. Is it a, a, a viable uh Product to use or not? Uh, we're talking about. It. I always use the one with the mother. I've been using it actually for joint pain, which we're not covering. And we just did a video last night covering the use of apple cider vinegar for cramps. Yep. Uh, which had some really interesting and uh, positive information in that regards. Uh, but we're going to talk about. Let's get it to right into weight loss.
1: Yeah. So kind of interesting stuff. So apple cider vinegar, um, like you say, uh, whether it's you know really pasteurized stuff that's the nice clear bottle, oh. or if you get organic an unpasteurized which are an unfiltered which has the mother which i would tell you is probably going to be the better one to use just because there's other little bits of nutrients and all good stuff in there with the mother so i it, think it's probably more complete
0: and that's kind of a yellowish orangish color and yeah, it's got the, the sediment kind of, that, yeah it's gonna
1: have some sediment it's gonna be a little cloudy i mean if you're gonna mix it and put you know i mean you know apple cider vinegar can be used in a variety of different ways i mean you can put it on your food, you can, or you can drink it. I mean, and then what we're going to talk about with the dose for all of these is you're okay. going to put a tablespoonful or 15 milliliters okay. in four ounces of water. You're going to mix it and you're going to drink it. So that's one way of doing it. Mm-hmm. Or you can actually there's a lot of other ways yeah. you can do it where you can just put it like on a salad or something to that effect. Sure. But we'll just talk about it straight up dose: 15 milliliters tablespoon.
0: If you put more than four ounces of water, is it going to change anything? No, as long as you drink it
1: all, I think that's fine. Okay. So if you want it more dilute, um, for those who have never tried apple cider vinegar, it's got a very sour taste mm-hmm. so it it may not present as it's for everybody but for some people they like it yep. so and, and it's just it just depends on your taste buds and what you like sure. but if we're gonna use this for weight loss specifically um, the dose range is either 15 milliliters up to 30 milliliters and four ounces of water or, or even up to eight ounces um, when you consume this and no matter what we do when we're talking about apple cider vinegar after you consume it I want you to make sure you rinse and gargle and swish water around on your teeth mm-hmm. because it gets water with plain water yes. because it it can damage your tooth enamel if you don't protect it right away because the acidic... because it's an acidic product. You know, mm-hmm. it's about you know on the pH scale, it's about two to three. So oh. it's
0: it's it's a moderate acid. Right. So it's something
1: you want to be real careful.
0: So I just want to clarify again. He said two different volumes, uh, either one tablespoon or two, not more than two,
1: not more than two. Two okay. is an absolute max. And frankly, when you're looking at it from a weight loss standpoint, over 90 days, the research that I found that actually has a little bit of you know they had about. Forty-five, fifty subjects, which mm. still very small, but I think it had enough evidence that shows, you know, if you did the 15 milliliters and four ounces of water over 90 days, it caused a 2.7 pound weight loss versus the 30 milliliters in the water co- over 90 days caused a 3.6 pound weight loss. So you're talking about just a couple of pounds. Well, What does that mean? Well, I think for a lot of people, I mean, when you have true fat loss, I mean, I think it's something that is going to be beneficial
0: to you. And I read something about this, uh, the apple cider vinegar, actually losing the the, the yeah. stomach weight, that the weight in the gut yeah, itself. Yeah,
1: they seem to say that it targets that. I've always been of the mindset that you can you. You could lose weight everywhere. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how true that is. And I haven't found straight-up scientific evidence that says that, but there's a lot of anecdotal evidence that suggests that. So, I mean, it's not going to hurt you. I mean, the nice thing about apple cider vinegar is it's relatively safe stuff. Uh, If you're uh, diabetic, specifically type 1, if you're on diuretics or on the uh, special heart medication called digoxin or linoxin, Mm -hmm. you'd want to use care and caution with that. But uh, okay. we're going to touch into blood sugar lowering shortly too. But I mean, it's something that I think
0: if you want to give it a try, I think it does have some application with some sure. modest weight loss. I do want to say one thing about it. After I get done eating a meal and I've got that urge for something sweet, that dessert, yep. drink it then. It takes that urge for that sweet tooth right away from me. It's gone. It makes you, ooh, and it's like, I don't even think about anything And that's the one
1: thing they actually say. The reason that they think that apple cider vinegar may be a weight loss, actually you want to do at the time, it was actually better before you eat. Okay. Because it slows down gastric emptying. So that means what your stomach empties. And so if you feel more full, you're going to eat less. And so it kind of delays that. And the reason why it might help you with digestion and other things is that that acidity might help to drive down, break up food a little bit better and okay. allow because of that delayed gastric emptying you got more gut transit time for that food to absorb so your body is getting more nutrients out of the things that you're eating so as take well. it before you eat before you eat what if
0: th- you took a little before and then afterwards to kill that sweet well, I mean it. if
1: you want to kill it I mean I think you know your <laughs> remedy is certainly going to hurt you because I'll tell you that it yeah. It doesn't taste great. So it's it. strictly I don't want to eat anything after it. it
0: so. I mean, it, it does the trick for me. I don't want to have that ice cream. <laughs> that's no, not in my yeah, mind yeah, after that's going to take
1: away the craving for ice cream for sure. <laughs> no two ways about it.
0: All right, but, so you want to go on to cholesterol?
1: Yeah, why don't we? So, I mean, again, we're going to treat this and you know, much in the same way. Why it lowers cholesterol? You know, it, we don't really have a definitive answer.
0: So we're talking about if we lower our cholesterol, it's going to help our circulation. You no, know, it
1: might help with our circulation. Might help with our heart Functioning okay. I and mean, minimize the risk for heart attack and stroke. So, uh, they've shown that, and you know, again, smaller scale studies and more anecdotally, because we don't have the wide bodies of, of evidence that show it. But, uh, and I think a lot of it is because you can't really make a ton of profit off of apple cider vinegar because it already exists. Right. But uh, that's the thing on Big Pharma. But, you know, if you're in a university setting and you got the gumption for it, guys, if you want to research on why precisely it lowers cholesterol, it would be interesting to know. Sure. But I can tell you personally, my cholesterol. Uh, has been high for years. I got a familial deal on my side, you know, my lineage. And so unfortunately, you know, I've had higher cholesterol and I started taking it uh, for, I used it for three months before my appointment, And and prior to that, prior to the research that did on our last video that we Mm -hmm. did on this, um, I just wanted to see how it worked for myself. And I actually lowered my cholesterol 20 points. And you were doing the same dosage. I did 15 milliliters, four ounces of water every day, like right before dinner. Sure. So, and, for whatever reason, my cholesterol for the first time in years was in a healthy range. Oh. So, I mean, it was, uh, so again, you can't take that to the bank. If you're a physician or a cardiologist out there, you certainly may scoff at it a little bit. But I would tell you that there's enough anecdotal evidence that does suggest that it may be beneficial for you. It's not going to hurt you. So again, same mornings. You know, if you're got gastroparesis
0: or if you're you know using gastroparesis area, is, is
1: is when your stomach doesn't want to push food through there. So is it's there type,
0: another name for it? A, a uh, layman's name uh, that slang slow is? gastric emptying okay slows t- if people usually know they have yeah. that yeah. your
1: doctor's going to tell you it. it's more common with type 1 diabetics okay um, specifically but uh, you know it's, it's something that we do want to be mindful of so again I'll always check with your doctor and your pharmacist making sure they're looking at your profile because if you're on diuretics that could affect things too with electrolyte balance and, and how your potassium levels are because that's so important d- for you the heart. water pills the water pills Yeah. Okay. so want to be careful with that but I do think that does have a positive effect on cholesterol sure and it uh, can probably lead us into the weight or the uh the blood sugar lowering too so we could
0: yeah let's, let's segue right into
1: that so with diabetes, there's two types: there's type one and type two. Type one is the one that everybody has to have insulin. Type one, this is probably not for you um, okay. because there's a lot of uh, you're insulin dependent, and the way that this lowers blood sugar could be it could be dangerous for you because if you get too low and you didn't make an insulin correction,
0: mm. I mean you could have
1: some serious problems. So this is something that you know again, type one I would take off the table. Right. I mean it's one thing if it's like in your salad dressing already. Um, because there are types of things that we sure. use kind of a vinegar-based. Yep. So it doesn't necessarily have to be apple cider vinegar, but I think from that standpoint, it's just something to be aware of. Um, use in moderation, mm. use accordingly. But if you're going to try and use it to help as an adjunct, it's considered mostly safe in most of the studies that we find. Um, what they've done is an excellent example. And we've talked about this before. If you do 15 milliliters and four ounces of water, and you take it before a high-carbohydrate meal. And mm-hmm. the example they used was a bagel and orange juice. Okay. Um, it diminished the blood sugar that, was readily, that went into the bloodstream tremendously. And so that effect when you're a type 2 diabetic is, is going to have a big effect for you because that, you know, blood sugar control is everything sure. from a diabetic standpoint. And so realistically, this is an adjunct that I think would be used with exercise and diet and obviously medication therapy that your doctor has provided for you. Sure. So talk with your doctor to see if it's appropriate. But I think it's a reasonable thing to bring up because there are clear studies, again, not large bodies of studies, but you're talking, you know, a couple hundred people and multiple studies that have mm-hmm. clearly shown whether it's and the the, the bagel and the orange juice is one, they've also done another one with white bread specifically. Okay. And they show a tremendous decrease, you know, like five percent reduction. in in the amount of postprandial or after eating blood sugar levels. So you want, it's got a benefit to it. And they actually did a study too, um, taking it at bedtime, which um, we'll talk about one of the side effects is reflux and heartburn, but, taking it before bed. If you do that, make sure you take it lots of water to make sure it's into your gut and moving before you lay down so we don't cause heartburn. But they yeah. showed that people lower their blood sugar when they wake up in the morning by 4%. And 4% doesn't sound like a large number, but if you're teetering on the edge oh, and, you're, and you're, sure. or there's a big number they talk about which is an A1C, um, You know, if you're just on the border and you want to get down to a lower level, I mean, it's got its place. Sure. And it shows sure. it pretty eloquently that that it, it, it's it got its place. But you know, there's a couple of downsides with apple cider vinegar we have to be careful with. Okay. So we want to protect our teeth. So yep. after you use this, you want to make sure you rinse and gargle really well because sure. it can damage the enamel on your teeth. Um, some people actually find that it can cause heartburn. So we do want to be careful mm-hmm. with that. So staying upright after you take it for 30 minutes would be, be ideal. So when I say the the before bed dosing for the people that want to consider that, um, stay upright for thirty minutes and make sure you have consumed plenty of water on top yeah. of it to get it to absorb into your system as quickly as possible sure. and not reflux back up. Yeah, because heartburn can be damaging and can be yeah, really problematic. Yeah, keep, so keep we have through. to be you know, we have to use a modicum of care when we're going to use this. And again, you do want to protect you know yourself and you want to talk to your doctor and talk to your pharmacist to make sure it's appropriate for you. Sure. Is
0: that it? It's pretty much it. Well, I did want to mention oh, a couple yeah. of things. Okay, you know, just from. This is anecdotal, but people that comment on our other uh, apple cider vinegar, there was a number of them that actually said it got rid of their heartburn, which yep. I, I don't know how that yeah. works. And that's actually, and I looked at that a little bit too,
1: um, and it seems like it's, it's almost more homeopathic at that point. You're taking acid to treat acid. Okay. And so there are burgeoning amounts there's large amounts of anecdotal evidence not a lot of large-scale studies that do suggest that it may be beneficial so in certain populations i think it's something that you can consider but consider with caution yep just like anything else i mean if it helps you we've we've solved a problem and i think that that's wonderful but again it's not for everybody Mm -hmm. some people aren't going to like the taste yep but i mean Mm -hmm. at some point i think it does have some possible you know
0: benefits that i think
1: are really worth exploring
0: for me personally joint pain yeah, in my hands. You've said that for years. Yeah, yeah. three or, about three or four years ago, I couldn't even close my fist and it came on really, really suddenly, I was really concerned. And I'd wake up in the morning, I could never make a full fist, which is really weird because I'm an active person. I was concerned about how I was gonna function, yeah, that's right. you know? Uh, and so I started taking this uh, from a, a friend of mine who, it's a long story, but anyways, uh, within two weeks, I noticed things getting better. And so I took it for about a month or two, maybe close to two months, and it got about 80% better. And I just quit taking it because it didn't taste that well. Yep. And I felt pretty functional. Uh, but recently, because we talked about this again, I started taking it again because uh, this finger right here is particularly sore from an accident, I believe. Anyways, uh, it, it seems to be improving it again. You mm-hmm. know, so, so I, I think it's got an, some pretty anti-inflammatory good mar- benefits. Yeah, it's, it's, it's working for me personally. I'm, I can't vouch it or, you know, I'm not going to give it a blessing for everyone, but... No, but I mean,
1: again, just, you know, don't be afraid to speak up to your doctor and speak up to your pharmacist. Let's make sure it's safe,
0: but I think, sure. you know, it's got an application. Yeah. And I if think you're a healthy person, you're not taking any medications and you just take the doses that we're talking about. That's I think it's reasonable. I think yeah. it's reasonable to try, and right. if you want
1: to give it a try, I think we'll see some positive results, and, you know, we'd like to see your comments to see how it does for you, too. Yeah, It's
0: always yeah. interesting to get that kind of feedback. Yeah, a little feedback, a little input. All right, Chris, well, once again, we've tackled another world problem, and we're going to go on to- to another sure. one. Excellent. Uh, and just right after this, we're going to talk about neuropathy. Neuropathy. All right. Very good. Have a good day and uh be careful. Thanks, guys.